Camera settings three, the things that you set for each photo you take. Hi and welcome to episode 103 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. I say try to explain and I mean I'll try to explain but um, episode 103 still can't remember the intro. Maybe next time. Before I go on, I need your help. I need your questions to answer. This is why my podcast exists. So please get in touch with your question and get a shout out from me in that future episode. All you need to do is head over to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Okay, thank you. And I really look forward to hearing from you. Now, I really do. So please get in touch. Right, here is the answery bit. Time to slow down, isn't it? <laughs> The camera settings I will check and change if needed before taking a photo are these. Aperture, shutter, focus point, focal length, exposure compensation. And that is pretty much it. Everything else is sorted and that leaves me to concentrate on what I'm photographing, which to me is the important bit. Now, this is the third episode where I break down how you can use the endless array of camera settings that are available in cameras these days. I know that when you get a camera and look at the camera manual, if you do, that is, because let's be honest with you, not all of us do, that it can feel overwhelming. I mean, the manual that came with my Canon 6D all those years ago, it's over 400 pages long. 400 pages? Really? Well, who's going to read that? To be fair, they are quite small, so if they made them A4 size, there'd be a lot less pages, but it's, uh, yep, 400 pages. Okay, I mean, who's going to read one of those? Well, I did, once. Yep, I really did go through my Canon 6D manual from start to finish. And that's how I've ended up with these three episodes. I'll tell you what you've missed later, but first, I want to get into this little lot. Like I said, these are the settings I will check before I take a photo. I will check them and have a think and change them if I need to. And this only takes seconds, so it's not a lengthy process. And I don't need to do it for every photo, but I'll come on to that. Okay, aperture. Well, my go-to aperture is f8. I'll change this if I need to, if I need more or less, actually, depth of field. I probably use f8 for about, I don't know, 95% of the photos that I take, though. You see, f8 gives me the highest quality image capture, and it's the sharpest aperture on my Canon 17 to 40 millimeter lens. And it also gives me the right depth of field for the photos that I am taking. Now, there's a point here. What I'm telling you is what I do, and these settings, they work for me. Now, I'm not saying that these settings will always, always work for you in every situation, but it gives you a starting point and gets you over some principles, such as don't change everything all the time. Okay, shutter. Now, shutter speed isn't critical to me, as most of my photos are taken with my camera securely fixed to my tripod. And what I'm photographing isn't moving. Well, the buildings, you'd hope not, wouldn't you? If I'm shooting handheld though, I'll check the shutter speed and make sure that it is fast enough. And if it's not, I'll probably increase the ISO, which is making the camera sensor more sensitive to light, allowing me to select a faster shutter speed for the same aperture. Because I don't want to select a smaller aperture because I lose quality and depth of field, and that's my priority. So on focus points, my Canon 6D has, wait for it, 11 focus points. And do you know what? I'm fine with that. I, I, I could probably get by with six. That's 11 focus points. 
Now, that might not sound ridiculous to you, but if I tell you that the Canon RP apparently, and I'll say apparently because I've never held one in my hands, the Canon RP apparently has 4,779 focus points. Now, I can't get my head around this. 4,779 focus points. Which one do you pick? See, I can't get my head around this because I'm I'm happy using one at a time. So I'm happy in my simple little world, but I do have a nagging doubt that I'm missing out somewhere. There must be a good reason why Canon have invested all that time and expense on 4,779 focus points. Blimey. See, what I do is I normally select the one below the centre focus points. It's that simple and that works for me. Focal length. Okay, so for my architectural construction and real estate photography, my starting point is a focal length of 17 millimeters. Now, I will zoom in a bit to exclude stuff if I need to, but not too much. And I will use the best focal length for the photo I'm taking. But the vast majority of the photos that I take are taken using a 17 millimeter focal length. Exposure compensation. It's a great tool, little underrated in my opinion, and it's a quick fix to get the correct exposure. Uh, like I say, it's a wonderful tool, exposure compensation. I just added this to my never-ending list of episode titles, actually, so I'll cover this on, on in a separate episode. But basically, I use the wheel on the back of my Canon 6D to quickly adjust the exposure of the images, applying a positive or a negative adjustment to the exposure very quickly. I do this either when I'm not happy with a photo that I've taken, or as I've written this, I do this wither when I am not happy with a photo I've taken, or when I know before I take a photo that I will need to do this, and that obviously comes with time and experience, which you will get one day, trust me. It's quick and extremely useful, and like I say, so much so that I'll cover this in a separate episode, all of its own, titled Exposure Compensation, and then some words to sensationalise it and make you find it in Google if you've never come across my podcast before. Okay, check the photos. Now, I don't check every photo on a shoot. Not every photo. I will check the first photo, possibly the first couple. Then after that, I'll have a look when the lighting changes or when I complete, say, the exteriors before I go on to the interiors. And then I'll check the first couple and I might not check them again till the end. But at the end, I'll have a quick check, scroll through and make sure everything looks OK and that I'm good to go. But I don't check every photo digression here um, on my photography website rickmacavoyphotography.com there is a page called photography snobbery and it's just reminded me of this of this um, awful term called chimping which um, I remember on a photography podcast which shall remain nameless the hosts were laughing at people who look at the screen after they've taken every photo and they unaffectionately called it chimping now if you need to look at every photo you've taken that is absolutely fine that's your business and if anybody says you chimp in, then send them my way and I'll tell them what I think of them. I hate photography snobbery. Sorry, digression there. So what do I do? Well, as I said, there are things I set and forget. There are things I might change during a shoot and things that I will check and change if needed when change take. <laughs> I will check and change if needed when taking photos. I might start editing some of these mistakes. I, I did one in the last episode, to be honest with you, but it was such a, such a gross error. I couldn't live with it. Right, the talk a bit. Um, where is the talk about? This is what I do. And it's not a thing. This is just how my photography has evolved. And I'm not saying you've got to do the same as me. 
But in these three episodes, I wanted to get something over to you, and that's this. There's no need to be overwhelmed by your camera manual and the number of settings. If you work through the manual when you get your camera and learn what all this stuff does, then then you know. I mean, this is the only way to get the best out of that expensive camera that you just spent so much money on. And when you do this, you'll find a load of settings that you either set once and forget, might change when you're out and about taking photos, or check and change before you take a photo. So I've given you things to think about, but I do need to say this because someone will raise this if I don't. There are numerous other camera settings that I have never used, that I've never changed, and that I have not mentioned anywhere. Now I'm aware of them, but I've not felt the need to use them. Just because they're there, you don't have to use them. So the settings you want to change and the settings you will just ignore will probably be different from mine. I just want you to know that this is fine. You don't have to use every setting all the time. You can if you want to, your choice, but you don't have to. Don't feel compelled to, okay? Think about it. How many things do you change when taking photos with a phone? Well, in my case, none. I'll change from photo to video. That's probably it, to be honest with you. So I don't need to change anything and I can get some great photos. So, um... Why should we be constantly changing things on our cameras? The answer is we shouldn't. And that's what I've written here. (laughs) That's a great ad-lib because the next next line is, my answer is that we should not. Of course, we have to take photos correctly, but that's by concentrating on the important stuff. I mean, I've told you how I work on my commercial work, but for my personal landscape and travel photography work, not much changes, to be honest. These things all work for me pretty much for all of my photography. Just spotted another typo there. Um, Big takeaway, loving this term, so it's in this episode as well. The big takeaway is this, learn your camera, get it set up so it works for your photography and be aware of things that you can change and when you might want to change them and get out there and take photos, concentrating on what you're photographing. Getting out and taking photos is much more important than changing camera settings. Related episodes. Well, episode 100, why are there so many camera settings I'm confused? Help me. The more I say it, the more stupid a title it sounds. I mean, this is the one that started off the sequence of episodes. And then there's Photography 101. Photography 101. Sorry, episode 101. I can't do that voice, can I? Camera settings, one, things that you can set and forget. And the last episode, camera settings, two, things that you might change when out taking photos. Right, I'm there. So next episode is Photography Explained podcast episode 104, isn't it? So what am I talking about then? 10 camera settings for beginners. Let's keep things nice and simple. Seems to make sense that I just go through 10 headline camera settings. So if you're not sure what to do, having listened to three episodes, that episode will just say, just use these, just get out there, take photos and use these and you will be fine. It won't be perfect, but it'll be fine. Good enough for you to start taking photos and learning. So on the notes here, it says it might not be 10, it might be more, it might be less. Let's find out next week. Well, to be fair, I've just written it and it is 10. So um, still, I don't <laughs> I don't even know why I'm boring you with that. Okay, shout out. Well, the shout out is still to me and my new course. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses. Can't promote myself here. Where can I? Okay, I'm done. Thanks for listening to my Small But Perfectly Formed podcast. And to find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Brought to you by... This episode was brought to you by Lovely XXX. I've not put anything in there. So let's just say instead of a wonderful sponsor... <laughs> 
<laughs> one day that'll happen. Um, that's why I put the slots in there. This is episode 103. No, no joy yet. So this episode was brought to you by a lovely cup of tea. It's not going to make my fortune, is it, this? No. Okay, I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 10-ish minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.